Hi friends! Welcome to Nature Check's Arta Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. We're doing something a little different today, so hold on to your hats. Hi, I'm Cheryl, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the dungeon master for the Arta Campaign. I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois in Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Next we have Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm an entomologist. Uh, that means I study bugs currently. I do plant health care for a medical marijuana facility in Pennsylvania. So it's looking after all of our plants, making sure they are healthy and of high quality for our patients. And in our game, I play Fletcher the Human Wizard. And we both use he, him pronouns. Next there's Nancy. Hi, everyone. I'm going to try and go through my intro very quickly while my dogs are walking around on the carpet and you can't hear them. Hi. <laughs> I'm Nancy. I'm also an entomologist. I live in Ecuador, where normally I'm doing ecological and entomological bug tours, and that is back on track. So that is very exciting. Come to Ecuador and come hang out in the jungle and look at some bugs. I play a human-ish woman. She's a rogue. Her name is Kay, and our pronouns are she, her. And we've got Cindy. Hi, I'm Cindy, she, her. I'm a science enthusiast, and I play an Andorian engineer over on Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdlings Twitch and YouTube channels. We are still currently on hiatus, partially because our security chief has just welcomed a brand new kick-ass young lady to the crew. Aww. But you can catch all of our past episodes on Twitch and YouTube channels for the Weirdlings. Here, I'm playing Nadia, the water Druid. And what do you know? But Peter is also joining us today. I'm here. <laughs> am I here? Yes. Hello. Where am I? I'm. I'm calling you from the astral sea or somewhere. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> My name is Peter. I'm an agricultural entomologist. I work on improving crop yields and things like that for farmers on the East Coast. And I play Cedric. I have played Cedric in the past. Hopefully I will be continuing to play Cedric. <laughs> Cedric the ex, ex-dwarf, ex-cleric, ex-mortal being. I don't know. Cedric is what it says on your nameplate, we'll so I guess out. we'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> find out. All right. I promise that the weird setup will become clear very soon. Promise. If you are watching us live right now, thank you so much for being here. As always, if you have any questions for the cast, make sure to put them in the chat so we can respond. And of course, be sure to check the reference section below for the social media handles for the entire Nature Check cast. And you can come hang out with us on our Discord, where we post lots of memes that overlap science and D&D, because that's what we do. We're nerds. Don't forget, if you are not able to watch us live or you want to share us with your friends, you can, as always, find the sessions for our TTRPG games in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form everywhere. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> These last few days have felt like a year. You thought you were at the end of your quest when you found a mine beneath the desert, leaking pollution into a subterranean river that feeds into the Loge d'Age. But inside the mine was the worst kind of monster, a man intent on doing whatever was best for him, regardless of the consequences to others. You have felt those consequences keenly in the intervening days, first with the loss of your friend Cedric, then with the loss of the man you had taken prisoner in the hope of having him lead you to a place where you could set everything right. 
However, Nadia spent a little bit of time scouting in the mountains, and afterwards she discovered perhaps you were not as far away from help as you thought. It is now evening on Hextum, the tenth day of Bright Run, and the night of the full moon. You three have been brought to the doorway of yet another temple by the eerie elders Braga and Sue Starcrest. The older woman indicated that you might be able to find the answers you seek here, behind a door marked with the word recall. However, before we attend to your activities in the temple, we have someone else we need to check in on. Cedric, after your vision of the charred clearing in a forest, your sight dims, and you feel the sensation of movement. The direction is unclear to you, and without any reference points, it's very difficult to tell the speed of your movement. But after a moment, you feel as if you are taking a very deep breath, and your sight returns. You are sitting on ground that feels solid beneath you, and around you, you see a large, dimly lit cavern. The cavern appears to be natural, with stalagmites, stalactites, and other formations caused by the erosion and deposition of minerals as water seeps through the ground. The faint light appears to be coming from the greenish, glowing water of a large pond very close to where you're sitting. By that light, you are able to make out more shapes within the cavern. There are other dwarves here. Some have gathered in small groups and are making conversation in low voices, others mutter to themselves as they pace back and forth, and some are sitting alone and pensively staring into space. What would you like to do? This cavern sounds a lot like the caverns where I grew up. Does it feel homey or does it feel different? It... While it might bear resemblance to places you've been before, this is not a place you know. Like, none of it looks immediately familiar. If It feels homely in the sense that, like, you know, you're comfortable underground and stuff, but it's not... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not... Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's not a place you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, it's, it resembles my home, but it, it does not feel like home. Okay. I I want to stand up. I'm sitting down. Okay. Uh, I want to stand up and... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Peter. Hold on. Mm. Sorry. I, I, I can still hear you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just, or you can use the chat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, audience. I'm running two video calls at the same time, and it's hard for me to hear what's happening in <laughs> each of them. Okay. Go for it, Peter. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I am, I'm going to stand up and I kind of check myself. Like, I, I, I was just wounded mortally, mm -hmm. and so I, I kind of want to feel my body, feel how it, how it feels. Kind of, you know, almost like subconscious, like, you know, pat in your pockets to, like, make sure your keys are there kind of thing. I'm just like, yeah. So how do, how do I feel? You feel whole, like you look down and you feel yourself, there are no wounds, no <laughs> scratches or scrapes even, but you are aware, you're wearing your nice normal outfit, you have no wristband from the Abixians on your wrist under your shirt cuff, you have no armor on, you don't have your weapon or your backpack or any of your other like tools and adventuring accoutrement, it's just you. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of casually glance across the floor, like looking for those things. And, and as soon as I realize they're not there, I'm going to make my way over to the dwarves, probably the biggest group that I see gathered together talking. And yeah, sorry. No, no, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. So actually, there's one figure even closer to you alone than one of the groups. And it's a much older man with a neat gray beard, short gray hair, and so many wrinkles on his face that his eyes appear to be in a permanent squint. He's wearing simple, neat clothing, like you. And on his forehead, you can see a thin iron circlet with the symbol of Moradin stamped into it on the, the front top. Okay. I... Uh, yeah, I'm going to we'll go over to him and kind of as I approach him, I'm going to call out, brother? He turns to you and says, hello. Yes, uh, I I am. Are you also a follower of Moradin? I take it from your outfit. Yeah, I, I smile and, and I'm, yes, uh, I'm, it's, it's wonderful to meet you. I'm Cedric. And I, I kind of rush forward and stick my hand out. Oh yeah, uh, he he shakes your hand warmly, Kalen, Kalen Ironstone. It's nice to meet you, Cedric. Welcome, I guess. It's a little complicated. Complicated? Wait, Ironstone. I'm trying to think. Do I know any Ironstones? Do I know any Ironstones? <laughs> they. He says I, I I'm from Verdum. It's another city on Beatabraron, not the one where you're from, but. You may have been there or known people from there. Sure. Okay. No, I don't think I know any Ironstones. Yeah, I don't know any Ironstones. Wait, so sorry, complicated. What? What's complicated? Where are we? I don't remember how I got here. Yes. I don't know where here is. My impression is that we are in a kind of limbo. Let me show you something, if... You don't mind. Oh, go of course. Yes. Yep. Uh, lead the way. So he leads you for the cavern through the cavern for a little while, and along the way, he tells you he is slash was a cleric of Moradin. And as to your point about not knowing how you got here, he thinks he died recently, but there's no way for him to tell time here. And he remembers lying in bed, so perhaps he died of old age but he also doesn't really understand how he showed up here. Okay. And, mm, sorry. Oh, okay. So if he thinks we're in some kind of limbo, is this something that I would know? Is there any kind of teaching about this in the church? And do, do we have a limbo in our, our... It's not something that you remember learning about and this much older man he says i he's he's racked his memory of scripture from all of his time teaching and he doesn't he doesn't remember something like this okay. so and, and and also he points out it's rather odd but this cavern is not just full of dwarves. It's very difficult for you to see at first, but as as you start following him, you realize like the cavern doesn't really seem to end. It's enormous. And he sort of indicates farther away from you, there are other kinds of people. There are humans, elves, orcs, half-orcs, halflings, etc., etc. There are all kinds of people in here. A lot of them are keeping to their own kind more or less but 
there are all kinds of people in here. It's not just dwarves. And you follow him for a while until you come upon an enormous staircase that seems to be a natural formation of the stone in this cave. So it's rather organic looking. The staircase winds upwards in a wide spiral for perhaps 60 feet or more, but at the end, it is rough and appears to be broken, and you can see bits of rubble on the ground beneath the breakage point. And Kaylin sort of indicates it and says, this broken staircase doesn't seem right. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think there's something missing here. Is is this the only feature of this room? Is is there nothing else here? There are ponds, like the one that you were sitting next to when your eyes opened, as it were. So there are those green glowing ponds distributed around, and there is this staircase, or partial staircase. And mm-hmm. then there are, like I said, the natural rock features of the cavern, but there's nothing else. Okay. If I look up, can I see, like, above the staircase? Is it clear where the staircase, like, is there, like, a hole in the ceiling that the staircase would have led to? It's an odd sensation to look up, because you would expect, like, the ceiling of the cave, especially because there are stalactites. You would expect them to be hanging from something, but as you look up, it's not black like the night sky it's not a cave ceiling it's just nothing like it's incomprehensible okay i Kaylin, I... have you climbed the staircase i have not i don't really i don't understand it but i don't think it is someplace that i can or should go right now hmm do hmm hmm <laughs> do i i mean do i have any sense of that like do i have any feeling of like that i should stay away from it does it feel dangerous it's not that it like feels dangerous i it's more like he's just thinking it's not like you can tell it's not right and he just this is more like a like a him thinking you know as a holy person himself like there's something not right here like that's not for me right now because it's broken yeah okay well i i want to climb the staircase i want to look at the broken part i kaylin will you wait for me i'll I'll be right back i just want to go up and take a look at it Mm -hmm. okay yeah i want to climb the staircase okay how far are you going up I want to go all the way to the broken part, where it's, where I can first see the broken part. Yeah, you get a little bit of vertigo as you go up because there aren't, like, railings on either side of the staircase. And it is huge, and it does spiral up, like I said, 60 feet. So you're pretty high away from the ground where Kaylin is standing once you get to the broken area. Fantasy OSHA would not approve of this. That's <laughs> bad mind safety. Okay, yeah, I, I kind of mutter that to myself uh, under mm-hmm. my breath. It's just like, this is the second mine in two days. And like, Come on, <laughs> who's building these things? <laughs> so as I get to the top, what does it look like? It, yeah, it's broken rock. Like okay. like I said, this this whole staircase seems organic. Like, it's all smooth. You don't see, like, tool marks or seams, right? It's not like this was laid stone that was built, right? This This organically 
was deposited or, you know, Mm -hmm. however you're understanding the geology of this cave works. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the edges here at the top, it is broken and raw, jagged, uneven. It, yeah, it's, it's broken. Okay. Okay. So it was not severed. It was smashed, I guess, is what the sense I get. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a clean slice, if that's what you're Mm -hmm. asking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess I just want to kind of like, I, I, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just looking to see if there's any signs of there's like even the broken part. There's no signs of like tool marks or scratches or cuts or anything no, like that. No, it seems okay. yeah. From the top of the staircase, what can I see as far as the room goes? It is huge, and you can't see edges, right? In okay. much the same way that whatever is above you is incomprehensible because it is nothing. It's also very strange because. You can see so far, but there isn't a horizon. There aren't edges. You can just see this cave stretching out. And it, again, there are lots of formations. So it's not that it's just this smooth landscape. And you can see lots and lots of people of all different descriptions. And you can see these green glowing ponds. But yeah, it just seems like it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to make my way back down and, and find Caitlin again. Okay. And uh, I, as I walk up to him, I'm like, oh, Caitlin, the, uh, the broken staircase, I mean, conceptually, it makes sense with the idea of our separation from the gods. The loss makes sense that souls would not be able to, if the, if the gods cannot reach us, then it makes sense that our souls would not be able to reach them. It does. So whatever caused the loss smashed this staircase as well. Is are there others here? Uh, they, I mean, have you talked? Have you talked to the the rest of the people here? Does anyone have any thoughts on he what's get, next? He gets this sort of pained smile on his face, and he says, "I have, like I said, I haven't been here. Well, time." is not a thing here but i have spent whatever time i have been here talking to others other dwarves i've even gone and talked to some of the other peoples and everyone loses themselves in here the people a lot of them don't remember Sometimes just little things about themselves and who they were before. Some of them are entirely gone. I think it might be the longer they're here. I'm not sure. I mean, it does track that as Morden reforges our souls into what comes next, that we might lose some of our original shape. But I always kind of imagined that he would play a more active role in that process and not just leave us here to rust. Hmm. But I suppose if he can't reach us, then perhaps this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. This is very unsatisfactory. Has anybody left that you know of? Is there a way to... Mm -hmm. I have not seen anyone leave. Hmm. If we can't move on to the next step, as is proper... Perhaps we could find another way out. 
Would you like to marinate on that for a moment and we'll check in with the others? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hello, friends. Hello. <laughs> Are we back? Yes. So you okay. have, yeah, you've just stepped into the doorway of this temple that the Raptoran elders had showed you, right? So you sort of pushed aside some shrubs and entered this temple, which I said was very dark, but you've all got dark vision or lanterns or whatever to be able to see. And I described that there were four doorways in here, as well as lots of sort of decoration or like seating and tables and things in this sort of main area off of which these four doors lead. And the four doors, the words on them, again, were training, worship, dwelling, and recall. We're supposed to go to the recall one, right? Yeah. I guess Kate just like walks in that direction. <laughs> okay. So the door with the word recall above it looks like all of the other doors, like the, the three others with the words written above them. It's simple and carved of stone, but unlike the other three doors, there is no handle on this one and you can't see any obvious hinges. Can I touch it? <laughs> You'd like to touch the door? <laughs> I would like to touch the door. Okay. Can I, like, feel around, I guess, and look for, like, a mechanism or, like, well, I don't know, just lovingly <laughs> caress the door and hope that it will open? <laughs> Whatever works, really. Maybe ch ch check it. Well, <laughs> as your hand touches the door... Uh, Can I just point out that I also touched the force field <laughs> and I did not learn anything? <laughs> That's true. Um... <laughs> <laughs> rogue, rogue is written all over this. Um, <laughs> space right now. As your hand touches the door, you are enveloped in darkness, and the two of you don't see Kay anymore. Great. Can I like immediately not touch the door? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're in you're in darkness for the moment. I but I can't like take my hand off of whatever I just touched or like move away anything. or anything. You you are not standing on anything. You are not touching anything. You're just sort of. Can I flail about wildly and scream into the void? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, okay, seeing that Kay disappear and and what we can tell from the door, I don't know, can I do can I do like an arcana check to see do it like I don't know, I guess it'll be about the door. Like the fact that it's like doesn't look like you can open it. Is associated with some clearly some kind of powerful magic, and that and that it, you know, we think it's involved with, resurre with resurrection, and it also just did something with decay. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me an Arcana check, and let's see what you can okay. figure out about the door. <laughs> so twenty five. Wow. Okay. I rolled an eighteen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. nice. Yeah. So you saw her reach out and then all of a sudden she wasn't there anymore and your best guess is that especially because this the woman sue told you that you wanted this door you're assuming that Kay is not like you know she wasn't disintegrated in that moment or something so your best guess is that it's a portal of some kind wonder where that goes and Good or bad portal. <laughs> we saw her disappear, so it's like uh Blue or orange. <laughs> oh jeez. 
Um, what did she say to us? Did she say she we, that we needed to go that we needed to go through that door? She said that, she said that was the only one she couldn't open, and she thought that that might be something that you all needed. There might okay. be help there. So I think I'm gonna so just saying that I'm gonna be like, well, I don't. Like I she don't probably tried any- touching it, right? <laughs> I mean, like if she said but, she couldn't open it. I don't. I don't want to leave anybody behind again. And I touch yeah. the door. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do the same then. Okay. So Fletcher touches. I've already the- had. Yeah, I've already had Kay disappear in front of yeah, me before. Yeah, You've had yeah. me disappear twice. <laughs> so that's why this time I'm like, no, like I'm I'm touching the door. Okay. Yeah. So Fletcher touches the door and disappears, and a second later Nadia touches the door and also disappears. So all three of you are enveloped in darkness for a moment, and you hear a voice echo around you, and Fletcher, you don't speak Celestial, right? Okay, so for Nadia and Fletcher, it's just a beautiful-sounding word. Kay, you hear the voice say the word recall, and then out of this feeling of nothingness, the sensation of standing returns to you, And you are someplace filled with blindingly bright light. And we'll be back to figure out what that means in a moment. Hi, Peter. Hi. (laughs) Okay. So you are having this conversation with Kaylin and trying to think very hard about what all of this means and what to do with or in this place when the pool the pond closest to you they all glow sort of Mm -hmm. you know it's this nice ambient lighting but this pond sort of flares with light for a moment it's very bright and you swear you hear a voice or two that sound vaguely familiar Hmm. okay i'm gonna make my way over to the pond okay and and kind of look into it okay so you don't see anything the is it water (laughs) is like it's oddly like it's not that it's dirty or like filled with particulate that it's opaque but you can't see anything so it's 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 clean water or whatever it is but you also cannot see through it beyond it huh i want to i want to get down on my hands and knees and kind of smell it see if it smells like anything okay (laughs) you get down on your hands and knees and smell it and it doesn't you know like the way that like warm air smells like it's not it doesn't have like a like a scent it's not like it smells bad or it smells sweet or it smells like flowers it just smells like kind of like warm hmm okay i'm gonna kind of smile to myself and and say um Forgive me, my friends. I promise sometimes I will learn from my mistakes and I will stick my hand into the pool to try and cup <laughs> some in my hand and then paste it. Okay, so you go to put your hand in the water and there's this weird like reluctance inside yourself to try to touch the water. Can you make a will save for me, please? I can. It's a 16. Okay, so you are able to dip your hand down and pick up some of the water. Um, you said you want to drink it? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I'm going yeah. to taste it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Much the same way that it smelled just sort of like warm without a scent. It also doesn't really taste like anything, but it feels warm-ish and kind of weird going down. Okay. But it doesn't immediately burn my mouth like acid? No. <laughs> no. Well, that's a nice change of pace. I, I want to... I, as I, I kind of stood back up as I as I drank the water and I want to turn back and look at Kalen and see how he's reacting to seeing me do this. He's just sort of like watching you like I hadn't thought to try that. What what are you hoping to gain from it? I don't know. They're the only feature in here and did you hear a voice or voices a moment ago? Uh, I he like gestures to the closest group of people like you mean from over there no 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 from the pool i felt like they were familiar voices and it got brighter did you see that it what you didn't see the light from the the pool they all make light uh this one looks brighter and in fact, it, it is still much brighter than all the others, but he doesn't seem to be picking up on that. Hmm. Kaylin, has anyone gone into the pools? I, he looks kind of taken aback by that question. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> we can't I mean, see anything in them. I mean, if, if they're, you know, I mean, I know you know this as a dwarf, but I mean, water has to come from somewhere or, or whatever this glowing liquid is has to come from somewhere. And it it doesn't appear to be poisonous. Maybe there's like a, a passage or a tunnel or something like that at the bottoms of these pools. I mean, I don't see any other way out of here. Maybe. I I don't know. <sighs> um, all right. I, I mean, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to try this. Pull me out if I get stuck, and I'm going to just start wading into the pool. Good luck, my son. You make another will save to attempt to step into the water. Okay. It's a 15. Okay. So you're able to start walking into the pool without any difficulty. It, Well, walking in. It's a pretty sheer side. Like, you can you can take a step. It's not like you just have to, like, cannonball in. But, like, it's you're not going to be able to just keep walking. Like, it's very quickly going to be, like... A straight down kind of yeah that's fine i'm trying to get to the bottom of it i'm i'm I, and i'm and like i'm i'm trying to be careful about like where i place my feet like i don't want to like step in a hole or you know whatever break my ankle so i'm, I'm being very intentional about the bottom of the pool okay. but i am trying to like get to the bottom the center bottom okay. and i if 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 it starts going over my head i'm gonna i'm gonna try and swim down okay so this is how this is gonna work Take notes. Audience, okay. you can take notes too. <laughs> Cedric, you can hold your breath, in quotes, for a number of minutes equal to two times your constitution modifier. So you get four minutes. Okay. The will DC to progress through each doorway that opens before you will start at 13 and will go up by one for every four minutes it takes for the doorway to open. Failing one of these saves means that it will be difficult for you to make it through the door, but you will make it through the door. But the next doorway's DC will go up by two. Okay. Automatically. Okay. okay. 
If you fail three of these will saves to make it through doorways, you will reappear in the cavern next to the pond. Okay. And when you reappear in the cavern next to the pond, the will DC to enter the pond will go up by five. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I am saying all of those things out loud so that everyone knows that I am not fudging anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the equivalent of rolling on the table. <laughs> also, Andrew, in penance for killing Cedric, has redeemed an advantage for you on one such roll. Oof, okay. All right. <laughs> and I can choose to use that after I've rolled, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you submerge yourself to try to find the bottom of this pond and sort of, it becomes very, very, very dark as you would expect in deeper water. And then all of a sudden you are sort of in a space you don't really feel like you're swimming, at least not for the moment. And you are able to see nah, 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 a puzzle before you. So if you go on to roll 20. Okay. There is a puzzle. And you have the ability to move all of those stones. They are. I'm still seeing just the character. Sort of darn it. Why screen. am I so bad at this? Okay. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yes, there are stones arranged on a star pattern. So sort of at each nexus of where the lines of the star intersect. But one such nexus is does not have a stone on it. And this is one of those fun puzzles where you basically have to jump a stone over another and then you remove the one that was jumped over. And you're trying to do that until there is only one stone left. Oh, okay. Okay. This is like, I feel like I'm at Cracker Barrel. Um, <laughs> okay. Ooh, boy. All right. So I can move these. So I can move this stone to here, or mm -hmm. more or less there. And that would remove... And then remove that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I could move this one here now remove this one move this one here remove that one so that would, i can remove this one here remove that one um okay hmm. i'm gonna remove move that one there move that one hmm. Oh no. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. Guess I'm going to go ahead and, and play this out. <laughs> that one there, remove that one. That one there, remove that one. I have two stones left. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Would you like to uh, try again? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Is there a way to reset this? No, but you can just put them back. <laughs> okay. All right. Tell me if I'm in the wrong starting positions. It's just Wait, the, the top is... is the one that'll be open. Right. 
you 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 were able to get them in such tidier uh, if, order. If yeah. you hold down Alt, you can place oh, them the, the, not in not the on the grid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> it's much more attractive looking for just me to see. <laughs> uh, no, okay. the audience can see it too. Oh, they can. Oh, yeah. that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, <laughs> this here remove that one i feel like that's got to be my first move that's okay. kind of my only option Let's see this here no dang <laughs> nope hmm. <laughs> okay all right try again okay Cindy's going to have to cut out all of this pensive silence. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, let's just uh, letting everyone know how uh, bad I am at these games. No worries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these stakes are much higher than at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm getting worse at this. <laughs> That's okay. At this point, I will say that, like, basically you spend enough time on it to solve mm -hmm. it. Um, okay. But that is also enough time for Cedric to lose some small memory. So you can choose what small memory he loses. There is a, there was a, a girl that Cedric had feelings for when he was very young. Uh, almost like pre-puberty just kind of a childhood crush um, and you know he never told her how he felt they never they never talked about it they were just childhood friends and he has you know kind of regrets about never saying anything to her about it and uh i don't know for some reason her memory kind of pops into his head as he's trying to focus on this puzzle and it's almost like distracting, like he can smell the way her hair smelled. And then he feels like he can feel that memory like slipping away. And like the harder he like tries to grasp for it, like the faster it goes away. Like it's when you wake up from a dream and, and you're immediately trying to recall the details of the dream. And it, it's just like you can't remember the way anything felt or, you know, and it felt so real a second ago. And then all of a sudden it's just gone. Mm-hmm. But you solve the puzzle. Okay. And <laughs> after spending enough time. And we will come back to what that means in a moment for you. Okay. Hello again, party. Party people. Hello. <laughs> All right. So the blinding white light that was surrounding you fades back after a moment to something where you can actually see where it's not just bright lights in your eyes like a deer in the headlights kind of thing and you are able to see something in front of you which i will 
reveal for you on Roll20 in a moment. However, there is a short set of rules that I will describe to you now. I described the rules a minute ago, and I am saying all of these things out loud to everyone, because that way you know that we are not fudging things. You will be solving a series of puzzles inside this room, question mark. And I will be timing how long it takes you to solve each puzzle from the moment I show it to you. Some of these puzzles have science things in them, so you can definitely have a science side conversation and that won't be part of the timing. <laughs> we can just like make sure that they're separate. And after you solve each puzzle, the results of your actions will be translated to the other side and we'll keep sort of ping-ponging back and forth, okay? So now on roll 20, oh, I have to zoom out for this one, I think. Oh, I have to zoom out more, JK. Okay. So, I will reveal the area, and you should now be able to see a square with a whole bunch of pictures on it. You see the square with all the cute pictures? No? Yes, oh. I particularly like the beetles. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, you don't see it? Oh, okay. You do see it. Okay, so this this square right here is where you are standing. So imagine this as like a large floor that you are standing on that square of, and you can see the opposite side. So up here somewhere, I'm just clicking randomly, but up here somewhere is like the whole of that where you would assume to be a wall instead just looks sort of fuzzy, like you could walk through it. So that is your puzzle. And I will stop, start the stopwatch. <laughs> Ryan's like, no, no maze, no maze. Uh, oh, so, so we appeared, and we were with, we're with each other. Yes, we're not like okay. You are all standing together in that space. Okay. <laughs> I think you just have to go up the food chain, right? Because like right in front of us is dirt, and then there's a carrot, and like, and then there's bugs, and then to where? The... But there's wheels and bugs too. Yeah, then it'll be bug, bug, bug. Bug. Spider. I mean, that is a food chain. <laughs> it, that yeah, is. That, that, yeah, like it there's is. a spider at the end of it, right? <laughs> but then butterfly? <laughs> so the, those damn carnivorous butterflies. Mm. Um, oh, God. Uh, in case my drawings aren't clear, <laughs> they're like, if you can, you can ask me what they are if you can't tell, because I'm a terrible drawer. <laughs> is the is it is it is it a rock or is it supposed to be like representative of soil? It's a rock. In the and oh, okay. the the darkened like clod. Okay, it's yeah. a rock. It's a okay. Rock. Okay, and then the tool looking thing is hammer or axe or it's a hammer. It looks um, okay. Okay, quite a bit like a certain war hammer you've seen before. Okay. <laughs> Thought so. Um, Ryan's is picking it, it up. <laughs> Like evolutionary age, so like there was rocks, and then plants, and then bugs, <laughs> and then mammals, <laughs> and then human development. <laughs> oh god! Okay, like the not animals in there are like so. We got the warhammer, the wheel, the rock, the fire, and books. The fire and anvil that. Carrot. That fire the apple. The fire in Anvil also looks familiar to you all. You've seen it on some pamphlets. 
Uh-huh. Oh, I recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of Morden or whatever his name is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Cedric. It's, it's the symbol. That's, I mean, so there's all these other, everything else seems random, but there's these, there's clear signs of Cedric here. It, it feels like we, it, are we like picking a path back to Cedric? Yeah, maybe. Oh, look at because the rats. He eats the rats, doesn't yeah, he? He rats. And rocks, obviously. Obviously. Uh-huh. He doesn't read, though. Oh, I guess the Book of Moradin. The Book of Moradin. Yeah. He's obsessed okay. with vegetables that he's never had before. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Well. I guess all we can, I mean, we just have K to try. K steps on the rock square. He's yeah, I'm stepping square. forward. I'm stepping forward yeah. with Kay. I think we were both the kind of like, we have to get like, <laughs> you know, all yeah. we can do is try. Like, Okay. Yeah, you step onto the rock square and nothing happens. Okay. okay. Oh, we should do rock. Oh, there's. I'm going, there's I step clear... forward onto the carrot. Okay. Yeah. And then you can go mm-hmm. up to the the hatchet thing, hammer, whatever hammer. it is. Hammer. The mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. forge, rat, rock, forge, hammer. And then up, rat, rat, rock, rat, rock, anvil, forge, carrot, yeah, forge, his hammer, carrot, anvil, rat, rat, forge, book of Morden, rock, carrot. Basically, we yep. end up up. Where's where, where's this? We're, we end up up yeah. Here. So we're we're following yeah. all the symbols that we are the things we associate with Cedric to follow like, a path to him. Yeah, and you yeah, so that, follow all of them. And oh, it's there. It is four minutes and thirteen seconds. Is okay. how long it took you. Okay, so that's good to know. You follow. <laughs> Sorry, <that>. Cedric. Cave <laughs> yeah. screams into the void. <laughs> you follow. You that see. Path. You see. Like we never. The the symbols are a little bit difficult, and like you know, like your book never had a title. So I mean, that would have been helpful. Maybe you should have shown us the book. Well, maybe it's called the Book time. of Moradin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a musical. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's exactly, I actually also just thought. Yep. <laughs> While you're here, and so your characters step into sort of the fuzziness beyond after following that path, and you didn't ever step on a wrong square. Good for you. So we'll get to what happens to your characters in a moment, but did anybody want to say anything about the fun bugs on the puzzle? <laughs> I drew bugs because I thought you might want to talk about bugs. <laughs> I don't know. You've got a dung beetle on there and we you have, have a like a beetle. silverfish. I'm so glad and you we... can tell what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I see the silverfish. Like yeah. Earwig. Yeah. So how do you tell what the silverfish is? Because uh, it has the three little dink dink in the front and the little three CRC in the back. Yeah. Three filaments in the back. Mm-hmm. Very long abdomen. They run around your um, sink or your bathtub drain. Yep. <laughs> yep. If you have, yeah, if you have a damp basement, they also love you'll probably paper. have silverfish. Yeah. yeah, the paper, they can be like a pest in mm-hmm. like storage areas and libraries. Or if you have a dry basement, you have like a wood, like you're always like burning wood in an old stove or something, you would probably more likely encounter fire brats, a very closely related insect, but they like it dry and warm instead of like damp and dank. Like silverfish <laughs> like it. A fun little evolutionary quirk. Yeah. <laughs> I like your scarab beetles because they have the little like dung shovel head and mm-hmm. that's cute. And do you mm-hmm. also have a louse? 
I the do. Top right. I do have a I thought that I the saw top right one. Yeah. Wow. That's gonna ask what that was. Yep. <laughs> when I saw when I saw that and I was like starting to think of Cedric, I was like, I don't think I Cedric ever associated lice with Cedric. <laughs> Poor Cedric. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I was have like, was that just like an un like unsaid thing? Like Cedric has lice. <laughs> no. I'm so glad that you lots got of, it though. Yeah, lots of beetles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a wide diversity of beetles. I like the one token spider you have. There's a few spiders on there. There's a, yeah, it's comfy. There's a few spiders. There's I like that the legs are placed properly on the spider. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe that that's a white fly and not a moth, just so it can be a little more interesting than a moth. <laughs> that's fine. It can be a white fly. <laughs> Alrighty. Hopefully we can, uh, I don't know. Is there a way to like post all these little pictures for people somewhere? I can. Yeah. Like, oh, we should tweet this. We should tweet out these little diagrams. I will. Yeah. I, I, I will tweet That'd them out so and put them on Discord. Like draw the path that we took and mm-hmm. like. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> the path to Cedric. The path to Cedric. Yeah. Alrighty. So you have solved the first puzzle. So Yay! We'll go... Cedric is not disappointed in us. <laughs> we haven't failed him yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll go deal with the consequences, and then I'll be back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Hi, Cedric. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Okay, so you wait for a little while after solving that puzzle and feeling that memory leave you. And then a sort of like, it's not glowing like, oh, but you know, there, <laughs> it's sort of like a, like, if shadows could glow, opening appears near you. And if you would like to go through it, I need you to make a will save. Okay. Yes, I would like to go through it. Am I am I like able to walk or am I sw- still swimming? It's kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like how p- people portray like people walking in space. Like, you know, you're like kind of walking, but also floating. Like there okay. doesn't seem to be a whole lot of gravity here. And since they solved the puzzle in four minutes and 13 seconds, we'll play D&D and round down. So the DC was 13. I got a 22. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So you swim through this first doorway and do, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll. You encounter another puzzle. Oh, With more bugs. Well, you didn't get to see the bugs before, but there are some bugs now. And your job is to pick which of those rows doesn't belong. Okay. Does Cedric recognize the bugs? Okay, this is a puzzle for Peter. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, which of those rows doesn't belong? Which okay, of the interesting. Rows doesn't belong? Okay. Okay. Where did my notes go? <laughs> um. So we've got. So is this thrips? A is a, a beetle, a, an oh. ant. Ryan decided it was a white fly because that's more interesting than a moth. Mm-hmm. A spider mm-hmm. and a louse. B is a dragonfly, a dung beetle, a butterfly, a ladybug or of some kind, and an earwig. Okay. C is an earwig, a dung beetle, the white fly, a spider, and a silverfish. D is an earwig, one of those spotted beetles, a butterfly, a dung beetle, and a dragonfly. And E is a louse, a spider, the white fly, an ant, and a beetle. Huh. Okay. So there are, let's see, B is the only one that has all, well, 
No. Hmm. This is... Okay, hold metabolis. No. <laughs> okay, so two of them lack spiders. Only one of them has a silverfish. Let's see. Hmm. They all have a beetle in them. I gosh. Let's see. <laughs> I'm not gonna solve this. Uh, <laughs> uh A. A? Uh, no. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. Uh oh shoot. I will give you a devil's bargain. <laughs> I can give you a hint, but you will also take you know, there'll be a consequence. Oh yeah, give me a hint. Okay. It has nothing to do with all of the sciencey stuff that you oh. are thinking about. Oh, okay. But also, Cedric has now picked up some sort of very small, like, like tick or mannerism. There's some small, like, quirk of him that is going to be apparent if he winds up coming back to life because he's been here long enough that he's just sort of starting to change a little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just a simple what's there and what's not. Oh, I'm, <laughs> this is the worst. Um, okay, I'm so bad at these. No, um, nobody in the audience is screaming at you, though, so that's good. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> uh, oh. Hmm. C. Okay. You choose that one, and you feel the result being transferred to the other side. Very nice. <laughs> you can think about what sort of personality quirk Cedric is going to develop, and I will mm -hmm. shift back over to the other group. Oh, hi. He solved another puzzle. Yay! <laughs> so we are back to you folks. So you pass through the sort of, like, gray fuzziness and for a moment, there's nothing. And then you see... Reveal, 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 reveal. Na-na. A puzzle. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Nancy, you didn't sound excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> so for those listening to the podcast, this is one of those puzzles where there are a whole bunch of symbols mathing together to equal more combinations of symbols and they have to oh, choose. Oh, I hate these. I'm, <laughs> I'm so, so bad sorry. At them. I'm so sorry, team. You're like I'm so sorry. I tried to pick different kinds of puzzles for everyone. <laughs> this is good because this whole team told me they were all tired today, so we'll see. If they <laughs> Cedric, you're going to have to save your own damn life. We tried real hard. Like we got through the first puzzle, so Oh, it's multiple choice though. <laughs> yes. It is multiple choice because <laughs> I'm how not that mean. How many times are we allowed to get it wrong, and how much does that matter with what time it is, <laughs> what, our, what our timing is? I mean, you can get it wrong as many times as you want, but the timer will keep going until you get it right. So, right, but there's only four answers. Yeah. So if you make it to the last one, there will be a consequence. But you know, we'll see. We'll see if we get there. <laughs> All right, team. Do we want to just like <laughs> just shotgun it and hope for the best? <laughs> <laughs> or do we want to actually try and figure it out and waste time? I'm, I'm trying to figure out the pattern and I'm just... Yeah, I'm blanking. trying. <laughs> I would recommend trying to solve like just the top equation 
That's what I'm trying to yeah. do so I can get like a cipher yeah. to apply to yeah. other things. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out if the order of symbols matters or if it is simply the content of, of each part of the equation. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. look at. I will also say, Andrew, in order to do penance for all of the hurt that he caused you, did redeem a advantage for both mm-hmm. Fletcher and Kay. I would let you guys use those to instead get a clue. And since you don't have to roll for stuff right now. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> this would be so much better if we could, like, see the timer. <laughs> like sure it is that, that would be that would be nerve wracking. Exactly. Yeah, that <laughs> I was like, I don't think you actually want that. <laughs> I would have been under pressure. <laughs> like, I think I need to use the yeah. a, a clue. Wait, okay. hold on. Just, I think I I think. Or hold on, hold on. Okay. She said oh. she wasn't good at it, and now she's gonna solve it. <laughs> I know. That's I'm like I'm just staring at it. <laughs> I think it's like uh, the thoughts are so so. <laughs> okay, so you have like so on the bottom one, you have like a silverfish and a dragonfly, and together they make a spider. So you have six legs and two wings, and you get eight legs, right? And then you have a butterfly and a beetle, and like the wings are out, so you get a dragonfly, and then you have a spider and a butterfly, and then you get the two wings to get the moth. But I don't know. <laughs> I think we should just YOLO and pick one out of the bottom and hope for the best. Or would you I like mean, a clue? You try a clue first. Yeah, I mean, I am. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it in terms of like numbers of things or letters of each thing. Like, should we take a clue? Sure, we can take. I a think clue. so. Like a yeah, clue? I'll. I'll Okay. Yeah, I'll redeem mine. Okay, so Fletcher will redeem a clue. The clue is that this doesn't have anything to do with the bugs themselves. I just put them in because they're cute and fun and y'all are entomologists. They could as easily be any other kind of symbology. And in fact, the top line is often seen by people doing puzzles as elf plus elf equals fool. So it's a straight math puzzle as opposed to like something having to do with bugs. No. I'm not good at math. <laughs> Has anyone done a math thing before that shows an elf plus elf equals fool? <laughs> well, Cedric, <laughs> goodbye. Oh, it was man. nice knowing you. That's so sad. <laughs> You're actually still doing pretty okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like... Rawr. Okay. <laughs> I'm so bad at math. No, you're not. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you did. Okay. Hmm. I think. Oh, why don't I have paper? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, Nancy, Nancy, I do have paper. If you like, if you talk about what you're yeah, thinking. talk about. Okay. So each, yeah. okay, so each of them are are letters, right? So you can, if elf plus elf equals fool, then you can just like convert them over. So. 
I think she was so saying it's like, it's just like spider any and spider is beetle. Uh, yeah, no, Ryan's got it. It's not that they are equivalencies for one another. Each of these symbols stands for something individually. And it doesn't matter what the symbol is. I, I was saying that in the puzzle, the way it's normally written out for people, mm. it's all capital letters, E-L-F plus E-L-F equals F-O-O-L. Mm-hmm. And then you are trying to solve the puzzle. And basically figure out what each of those symbols, and the symbols in that case are letters, what they stand for. Anybody have anything else? Oh, I have another I think advantage. It's another hint, right? I'm just gonna go for C. I feel real good about C. You feel real good about C. <laughs> the only the only thing I'm like seeing right now and trying to think about is the first row, whatever those whatever those three represent, and they're the same thing turns out to be you it turns three symbols with three symbols becomes four symbols so that's as if you're adding like 500 and 500 becomes a thousand and you've gained an extra yeah. place in, in the number the, the next one doesn't so those clearly start as lower numbers like mm -hmm. those those both cannot add up and and are, and are different than the spiders and they are not adding up to but they but they're adding up to one of the numbers that the spiders together add up to something higher because the top row they start with spiders and the second row the answer to that addition equation starts with spider so it's like you can kind of rank them by how large each of those numbers are you could basically if you could i mean you you could go through this for a really long time just trying like random numbers but it would take an extremely long time mm -hmm. yeah but I will say you were on the right track, Ryan. So I feel like if you followed that intuition one step further, you would be able to figure out what the dung beetle stands for. So the the beetle the beetle has to stand for one. I mean, it's gaining into the thousandth place. That's the only thing it can be. So each of those ends with one. So we would know that position in each of those. Cindy's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the, the gif of the lady with all of the like math stuff in front of her face. <laughs> well, do I don't do well with abstractions on a good day, answer? so. Mm. What was that, Nancy? Do you think it's a four number answer or a three number answer? That's I, I that's what I'm trying to figure out with the with like other numbers there. So like we know where we can fill in where all the beetles stand, like basically has to be a one. Mm -hmm. so like between e between each like you're asking like between each equation they will stand for the same thing yes yes mm -hmm. yeah so like deciding that the dung beetle equals one it equals one every time it is on the board yeah can we phone a friend can we have 50 /50? you can you can phone a friend or you can redeem your other advantage for a clue yeah so then that tells you so obviously so the butterfly is two it a beetle becomes one at the beginning of the four number, the the four position number in the thousands. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're adding those two, those two together, this the ones digit you have a beetle and a beetle added together becomes a butterfly. So the butterfly is a two. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yes, Fletcher, so good at this. 
<laughs> so, yeah, so we have it's something 21 plus something 21 for the spiders. And we have that equaling 1,000 something something and two. And those two are the same thing. They're two silverfish. So whatever these two things come together to be, well, so the butterfly is two and two. So the silverfish would be four. So you'd have a four and a four. So that'd be 1,442. So you have four, two, spider. Dragonfly, one, two, spider, dragonfly. So if it's seven, then that gives us 1442. Yeah, yes. Nodding. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that was the next thing I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, solving for the, solving for spider. Um, you have <laughs> four, two, seven equals plus something, one, two equals seven, something, something. Well, so that means, so dragonfly is three because we know it equals 700 something. So it's 400 plus 300. So it's 427 plus 312, nine, three. Dragonfly is a three. Moth is a nine. So it becomes 941 plus 232. So that's three, seven, 1,173, I think. That does, I don't know if that makes sense, does it? Yes, it does. It's B. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great job. That was awesome because it's like the first time I had to solve this puzzle too. It's like a snowball. Like once you realize, you're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Very nice job. This is how long it took you. Too long. Uh, 14, 14 minutes. Something, something, something. Yeah. It's okay. okay. We we solved the first one really fast. Yeah. No, you're doing great. You're doing great. And um, by we, I mean, I think Ryan has solved them both. <laughs> That's no. okay. The next, the next puzzle you'll have to solve is very, very different. Because like I said, I tried to make different kinds of puzzles so that everybody would, you know, potentially, hopefully have something to do. So I am going to translate the results of this puzzle over to the other side. We'll see you soon. Does Peter hate us? We're... All right. Hi, Cedric. Hi. <laughs> okay. So again, one of those sort of like, again, if shadows could glow, portals opens up next to you. And, oh gosh, now I have to do math. That was a cruel trick of fate. <laughs> the numbers are so big, you can't even add them together. Okay, wait. So let's see. Okay, so so because it was 14 minutes, that's so it's 13 for the first four minutes. So then at eight minutes, it would be 14. And to 12 minutes, it would be 15. So we'll make it, we'll, I'll round down again to be nice. So the DC to go through this doorway is a will save of 15. Okay. Don't forget you have advantage if you need it. All Once. right. Once. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, no pressure. All right, I'm going to just roll <laughs> using roll 20. Okay. Oh, that's a 10. That's a 10. <laughs> using you your... You're going to roll again? Yeah, you can. That's a 23. A 23. All righty. So you make it through the next doorway. And this also seems like a great place for us to take our halfway break. So we will pause for the moment and let everybody get a beverage and a snack to recharge their brains. And then we will be back for the second half. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Bye. 
Hey, Scales, is this thing on? Yeah? Okay. Hello, I'm Asher Flinhart, and if you're hearing this, that means you can listen to the World of Voldemort podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. The show is me, my five friends, Scales and Plaque the Created, OJ the Koboloi, Rhodes the Stone Idolon, and Ori the Moon Elf. We play a free indie TTRPG called Wildevere, run by the people who write the game and their friends. Watch us travel the magical city-states of our cozy, friendly, and wild world, learning new skills, and enjoying a lot of new adventures in a Saturday morning kind of style. We release every other Wednesday on all major podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Wildevere, or on a Discord server you can find at worldofwildevere.card.com. Thank you so much for listening to our travels. Rose is going to flip when we, he hears we have clout. Whatever he called it. Bye bye. Skills, you can, you can stop now. What do you mean OJ's gone? Um. Hello, everyone. We are back from our break. We got snacks and drinks and stuff and decompressed a little with our brains from all the puzzles. We're back with Cedric. He just went through another doorway after passing his will save. <laughs> floating your, in space. That's your floating yeah. in space swimming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, um I imagine like mentally I'm in that like kind of like semi lucid state of yeah. like this is stuff is happening to me and I don't really understand and not really aware of what's going on, but it just like it feels like this is the next thing I have to do. Yeah. Just like yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. So Cedric, you make your way through this portal and you appear in a space this time you do feel a little bit more gravity so that you can walk on again, it's it's sort of like one of those like black floor, black all around you and just one group of items that you can see and they are also standing on this same floor. So you see five large stones before you. They appear to be rough hewn at first until you approach them and then you see intricate details carved into each one. They appear to be identical with every one of the five having the same images carved on it in the same way. Every conceivable act and experience that can be wrought in stone is depicted in detail, gently carved into the face of each stone. Dwarves toil in the mines, bake bread, make love, and wage war. A dragon breathes fire upon a cowering crowd, while next to it a hardy smith works their craft at the bellows. A king overlooks his subjects, while an assassin creeps from behind, her dagger dripping with poison. A pauper begs for coins, while academics and alchemists debate at pulpits and experiment in laboratories. Every scene is depicted in minute detail, from the crown of the king to the dirt on the pauper's face. Each stone appears identical, except for one facet, upon which is inscribed a question written in dwarven runes. Going clockwise, uh, I'll <laughs> I'll read you. Uh, do you want all of them at once or one at a time? I guess one at a time. I would okay. I would I would kind of I, I mean I like seeing these I mean intricately carved stones mm -hmm. to fit that much detail on them. I'm just like I'm kind of like pouring over them. So eventually, 
I guess I come to the first question and I'm not even, I'm just like looking at the first stone. So I'm just kind of pouring over it and, and I would come to this question first before I kind of compare with the other stones. That's fair. So the riddle in Dwarven on the first stone says, struck from the rock and the metal she wrought, she breathes life into ruined blade. By hosts and bandits alike, she is greeted with open palms, though none dare embrace her. Who is she? <laughs> Can I get that again? Yep. Struck from the rock and the metal she wrought, she breathes life into ruined blade. By hosts and bandits alike, she is greeted with open palms, though none dare embrace her. Who is she? Is she fire? There are certainly, there is fire coming out of the mouth of the dragon on the rock in the carvings. Oh, okay. I I, I say, like, so the, this is just written. It's the only thing that's written on this stone mm -hmm. is just, that's the only text. Yeah. So, yeah, I say, I say is, is she fire in common? And, and then I say it again in Dwarvish. And then... I I kind of frown and and then then I like start looking at the rest of the stone and then again and then when I see the fire that the dragon is breathing I'm going to reach out and kind of just like put my hand on that carving and kind of feel it. Mhm. Mm when you touch the carving of the fire itself, that part of the stone glows. Okay. Okay, yeah, then immediately I'm, I'm going to move to the next stone and kind of give it like a really quick once over to see if everything else is the same on mm -hmm. that stone and then look for the, the single line of text on the stone. Yep, all of the carvings on this one are identical. The fire on this one isn't glowing, but otherwise it is identical. And the riddle on this one is... She clamors, shod in boots of iron, and on paths of iron only does she tread. She cares nothing for the blazing light before her, nor for the heat of the road neath her feet, for she knows she never need fear their fire. And so thus continue her resounding footsteps. Who is she? Okay, I'm going to go to the next stone and find the next one. Okay. The third stone says, Who is he that is battered but never bowed? Who takes wave upon wave of blades and hammers against his crown and yet is never moved? Who, though the hottest heat beats on his brow, never breaks sweat? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next stone. Okay. Number four says... With arms widespread, he blows forth a breathless breeze. With every breeze he blows, his lover's heart doth pulse with heat. Who is he? Um, is this, I mean, that sounds like a, almost like a bellows. I'm going to touch the, the dwarf forging symbol. There is a dwarf using bellows on one of the images. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you touch the bellows, and they uh -huh. glow. Okay. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the forge stuff is easy, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I want to go on to the last stone and see what that is. Okay. Number five says, 
The first she breathes, and she is the light of the second and third. She is the lover of the fourth. Who is she? Oh, all right. Uh, okay, immediately I'm going back to the second one. Mm-hmm. Will you read me the second one again? Yep. She clamors, shod in boots of iron, and on paths of iron only does she tread. She cares nothing for the blazing light before her, nor for the heat of the road neath her feet, for she knows she never need fear their fire, and so thus continue her resounding footsteps. Who is she? Is she she an anvil? Is there an anvil symbol? There is an anvil. I want to touch the anvil symbol. You touch the anvil symbol on the second rock and nothing happens. Glad and iron. You have, can you, 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 can I see the, the questions? I know, yeah, just mm-hmm. to, rather than, you, you, can you show me the questions? I know you've been reading them out loud to oh, me. Oh, I. You, did you have them written down? Oh, okay. I don't have I them thought, in a way I that you that could, was, sorry. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's fine. I thought you, maybe you did. No, sorry. But I can repeat parts for you. I'm sorry, I don't have them in a way that I can. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. I just just making sure. Clamors shot in. All right, one more time. The second. The second one. Yeah. She clamors, shod in boots of iron, and on paths of iron only does she tread. She cares nothing for the blazing light before her, nor for the fire, no, sorry, nor for the heat of the road neath her feet, for she knows she never need fear their fire, and so thus continue her resounding footsteps. Who is she? Mm. Hmm. I'm going to kind of frantic, uh, like, kind of frantically moves back to the third stone. Okay. The third one says, Who is he that is battered but never bowed? Who takes wave upon wave of blades and hammers against his crown and yet is never moved? Who, though the hottest heat beats on his brow, never breaks sweat? I want to touch the king symbol, the the king on his throne. Okay. You touch the king on his throne and nothing happens. (sighs) Hmm. I want to look over the kind of the look over the whole stone again and see what I see. All right. Um, you'd uh, like me to reread the description of the carvings? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dwarves toil in the mines, bake bread, make love, and wage war. A dragon breathes fire upon a cowering crowd, while next to it a hardy smith works their craft at the bellows. A king overlooks his subjects, while an assassin creeps from behind, her dagger dripping with poison. A pauper begs for coins, while academics and alchemists debate at pulpits and experiment in laboratories. So basically, every aspect of uh, dwarven life possible Mm -hmm. is depicted on these stones. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Second one, clamor shot in iron. Like that could be could be iron or steel struts supporting a mine. I want to go back to the second stone and touch the the mining dwarves on okay. it. You touch the mining dwarves on the second stone, and nothing happens. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I'm kind of like. 
I'm just Cedric is just like running his hands over the carvings, like looking at all the different ones and kind of like looking for inspiration to see if there's anything in there that just I don't know strikes uh, a note with him. Mm-hmm. And hmm, would you like a clue? Yeah, sure. Okay. In exchange, a slightly more important memory of Cedric's will be lost. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Do I have to say it now, or can can you give me the clue first? Yeah, I can give you the clue first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you are stuck on number two and number three for right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, she clamors, and then at the end it says, and so thus continue her resounding footsteps. And so you focus in on those and realize it's something that makes what sounds like a repeating loud sound. And number three, you feel like you were at this answer before, but not at this stone. Huh. Okay. So number two, I've already touched the anvil. Mm-hmm. I want to try and touch the hammer. Okay. You touch the hammer on the second stone and it glows. Mm. Okay. Okay. And, um, okay. And then the, the fourth riddle... One more time. The fourth one you already solved. That was the Oh, sorry, the third one. Number three is, who is he that is battered but never bowed? Who takes wave upon wave of blades and hammers against his crown and yet is never moved? Who, though the hottest heat beats on his brow, never breaks sweat? All right, I smile. And then I touch the anvil. And... uh, (laughs) And it glows. Yeah. And I... Yeah. Now, now I'll move on to the the fourth one. Uh, the the fifth one, the last one. Oh, sorry, the fifth yeah. one. Yeah. So the fifth one says, "The first she breathes, and she is the light of the second and third. She is the lover of the fourth. Who is she?" I mean, the whole forge, maybe, or so fire, hammer, anvil. Sorry, what was the answer to the fourth one? Bellows. Bellows. And the bellows, the the fourth clue says, With arms widespread, he blows forth a breathless breeze. With every breeze he blows, his lover's heart doth pulse with heat. Who is he? Is, I mean, is he the, I mean, is, is it the smith? You solved number four and it was the bellows. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Number five. All right. Can we give me five again? The first she breathes, and she is fire. The, she breathes, and she is the light of the second and third, and the light of the hammer and the anvil. She is the lover of the fourth, the lover of the bellows. And the bellows clue says, "With every breeze he blows, his lover's heart doth pulse with heat." So the forge, the forge. Are you touching uh, the forge? Yeah. Okay, you touch the forge, and it glows, and all of the stones sort of, like, it looks like they're sinking, but they're also just sort of disappearing, and I will translate the result over to the other team. Before you do that. Mm-hmm. Ah, your memory. All all of these are, are important symbols of Moradin, and Cedric, he doesn't talk about, and he doesn't think about his parents very much. They're, they're, uh, they're kind of a, a complicated memory for him. 
and but he does have a very very strong memory of leaving to go to join the clergy and if he had it was a very emotional day for him it was a, it was a big struggle but and his feelings about his parents and their relationship is very complicated and but he he remembers that being the first time he ever felt like they were both proud of him like they were they were really happy with his decision to do that and he remembers feeling very conflicted but that was the thing that felt right and and that was the thing that pushed him to make that decision knowing that they would that would be the one thing that that he could take with him was that it was the one thing that was going to make them proud of him no matter what and their faces as they smiled at him as he walked away that's that's the memory he he loses okay. that feeling of of the rightness of his decision for him in that moment Okay. I also, from my, my, my stage assistant, is reminding me that Wolfram Hydroxide is the person who posted that puzzle online. I thought it was really cool. And it was very dwarven, so it fit right into what we're doing here. Alrighty, Cedric, we'll see you in a minute or two, or four. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Oh, sorry, hold on a moment. Hello. Wait, let me go back to... <laughs> Okay. Hi. <laughs> Here we are. Okay. Um, we're really back this time? Huh? Yes, we're really back. Sorry. <laughs> Doing complicated things and forgetting what, which is mute and which is unmute. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, you all walk through the next sort of like grade area and you see before you another puzzle, which I'm probably going to have to... Yep, I'm going to have to zoom out some more so that you can actually see it on the screen. Okay, perfect. So now I will reveal it for you. And it is a word puzzle. So there are a whole bunch of words and some punctuation. And there are also some blanks. And then there is a word box down below. You just have to fill in the blanks with the words in the word box. So I'm assuming that first one is you... Uh huh. Subject for the sentence. <laughs> uh, adventure comes after Anne. Can we can we use words more than once? Uh, each word will be used once. Okay. That's but not more than sentence. once. Yeah. No, not more than once. Each each word yeah. will be used once. No more, no less. That's what I was uh, just counting. Yeah, there's eleven blanks, eleven words. Yep. I think. It's, do you do you incite an adventure? Do you think an adventure? Oh, do you think an adventure? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Wouldn't change. Do you think an adventure wouldn't change everything? Do you think an adventure wouldn't change everything? Yeah. Can I, like, draw on the map? <laughs> draw um, shape. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Or or I can move things where you want them to move. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know if I can move them. Oh, I can move them. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Can you move them? So you said, what did you say? Do... Was it do you? Do you do think you an think adventure wouldn't change everything? I mean, and I mean the point of yeah being an adventurer is, is to incite change. Is to, to incite, incite change. change. 
I'm much better at the word puzzles. <laughs> See? It's fine. I kind of figured you might. Wow, that was definitely way under four minutes. Very nice. Do you know where you have heard that statement before? I think I remember him saying it. Yeah. Cedric said this in a conversation with Kay. Not too awfully long. With Kay, yeah. Yeah, mm. I feel like it was, I think we got in an argument once. <laughs> once. It was, yes. you were, <laughs> Just you were, once. yeah. <laughs> You were at one of your uh, low points. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> one of those many low points. <laughs> yeah. Uh... One, of those, one of those difficult it's been times. A rough road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah was... So we say it. Here's Cedric taunting me from behind. Yeah. Here's Cedric taunting me from beyond the grave. I know, right? Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you say that out loud. And the words shimmer and disappear, and you are met with another one of these gray walls that you will be able to walk through in a moment. So I will go back to the other side, and I'll be back soon. All right, Cedric. So you are sort of still standing in this blackness, and you hear your friends, Nadia, Kay, Fletcher, you hear all of their voices at the same time say, do you think an adventure wouldn't change everything? I mean, the point of being an adventurer is to incite change. And you feel like you remember saying that to Kay at some point. And another one of those glowing shadowy portals opens in front of you, and they solved it in well under four minutes. So um, <laughs> the DC is 13 to walk through this time. This is like the first moment that I've really thought about them like they've been in the back of my mind but <clears throat> i haven't really thought about what my being here meant for them and it's like kind of a, oh yeah right they're they're my companions that's like the thought that i have as i like move towards the door mm-hmm. and it's 22 okay so you make your way through this portal and Where you find yourself next is different. It's got gravity again. You are standing and sort of to the sides and behind you, there's that same sort of like weird incomprehensible nothingness. But in front of you, almost like you're looking through a very large window or maybe you're standing on a stage looking off. It's, It's hard to explain, but you can see... Slightly blurry, but there is a room with all kinds of objects in it. And then you see figures that look like those three friends walk into that room. And I will be back to you in a moment, hopefully. (laughs) Okay, folks. So, you walk through that gray shadowy wall, and you enter a room. It's got all kinds of objects and things in it. There's, you know, like a, a bureau and some boxes and, and things. There's a war hammer, some armor uh, on top of the bureau. There's a holy book and also a metal symbol of Moradin. There are clean clothes in the, inside the, the whatever I said that piece of furniture was, losing, losing words. <laughs> it's brain Bureau. There's even like a little table and a chair and there's a place setting on the table and there's a bowl of stew still steaming on the place setting. Um, and you're taking in the whole room and then you realize one where there would be a wall in this room. Instead, 
is sort of like a weird, shimmery, mm, you're not sure what it is. It doesn't look anything like the force field that Kay touched that like zapped I touch her. it. It's, it's just sort of like a... I don't know. It, like, you can see that there's some sort of magical barrier there. Most importantly, though, standing just on the other side of this magical barrier, you see Cedric. Hey, like, takes the... Can, can she pick up the Warhammer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she, like, picks up and she, like, tries to smash the force field down. Okay. Um, so you pick up the Warhammer and you go over to this shimmery area and you're just trying to smash, like, part of it that's not near where Cedric is. Okay. I mean, (laughs) hopefully he's not standing too close. Okay. Um, She's like, duck! It's it's a big room, so it's a wide area, and he's standing sort of in the middle of it. So there's definitely area that you could try to smash that isn't right next to him. (laughs) Roll me in a a strength-based attack, I guess. (laughs) Yes, because I'm so strong. (laughs) Uh, Where's that die? Hold on. Oh, no. Where is that one? Oh, back here. Oh, okay. E- okay, well, here. Uh, 22. Okay. So you definitely you definitely hit the sort of wavy magically wall, but nothing happens. Like the like the warhammer kind of like phases through it and comes back out at the end of your swing, but it doesn't seem to have actually connected with this wall in any way. Kay like, Kay, 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 like, touches the wall. <laughs> okay, um, you touch it, and, like, you can, again, like, your hand can kind of go through it as well, but it's, like I said, it's, like, a magical separation, but it's not like you can't, like, you, you can phase through it a little bit, yeah. Can I smash my face against it? And they're like, Cedric, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you can indeed smash your face against it and yell if you would so desire. <laughs> I smash my face against it. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to ask him how he would react, but I'm just going to assume that he might sort of like look at you a little oddly. <laughs> I like turn to you. This isn't working. <laughs> so Kay just ran around and did all that. Yep. <laughs> Cedric there. I think I just like, wave to see like can he even like see us hear us he appears to be able to like kind of see you like he like it looks like he's sort of peering like maybe you are fuzzy to him somehow and he doesn't really appear to be able to hear you does the the sort of shimmery effect look anything at all like what i remember from shifting between planes yeah, kind of a little, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I pick up the Warhammer and try and like stick it through the phase and poke him with it? Yeah, you can. You <laughs> stick it through the wall, but it doesn't seem to. It also kind of phases through him. Like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kay. I don't. I don't think this isn't uh, working either. <laughs> I don't. I don't think force is going to be what gets us through this. Yeah, I, I, I think that's. That's a that that barrier is between places. What does the book that, say? There's a book over there, Fletcher. You're good at reading books. Yeah, I was I was gonna say I'm gonna I probably will start investigating these items. Okay. Because yeah, this is like 
So I'd be like, okay, like this is a, it's not, it's not a physical wall that's keeping mm-hmm. us from Cedric. It, it's, it's sort of the meeting between these two planes. It's a magical barrier. Are I'm you going real over the book? tired of these magical barriers? <laughs> you live in a world of magic. Get used to it. <laughs> I am upset. They're really super convenient. <laughs> okay, we just built walls in New Seychester and they were just fine. <laughs> I think I I think I'll go over to Yeah, I think I would I think I'll start with the book. Okay. Looking at these items that like we associate with him. That's probably the like the most strongly associated one, so I'm going to go and, and see if I can like, even interact with it and if I can open it, if there's anything to read or okay. anything strange about it. Yeah, just like- Look for the death bits. Look for the death bits. <laughs> just like Kay was able to pick up the Warhammer without any problem, you're able to pick up and open the book and yes, there's writing on the inside and it looks, if you start reading it, it looks very familiar. You think you've heard quite a bit of this being verbally related to you while you've been walking. <laughs> it appears to be the Book of Moradin. Is there anything, if I like flip through the pages, is there anything writ, like written in margins? Like anything that's like from Cedric? <laughs> or is it just like, it is just like a copy of the text? It's just a copy of the text. There's no personalizedness to it, I guess. Yeah. There's not even a cutesy little bookmark or anything. <laughs> Maybe he needs to the... see the things to remember who he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll, I'll, I'm going to flip back to the beginning of it and read a few lines and see if that's somehow like he's there but can't really like it, it's clear like he didn't wave back like he doesn't there's still this barrier between this like recognition so maybe they're to try to create that other kind of connection besides that physical one I'm going to try to like read some some things from from the book. Okay, so you start reading passages more or less at random, and after reading a few of them, nothing seems to be changing. We're gonna go pick up the symbol. That was over there, right? The metal symbol of Morden? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And walk over to the wall and see if, like, holding that to the barrier does anything. Okay, so you're, you're holding it up, like, against the barrier? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just sort of hold it up like in front of him so he can see it. Mm-hmm. He he appears to be looking at you and it, but nothing changes about the situation. You said there were boxes in the room. Just yeah, like, yeah. There's just all kinds of stuff in here. Is there anything? Do the boxes? Are, I mean, I was we could like look in them and yeah. see if there's any additional things. Yeah. I said quickly. I would. I want. I'll look through some boxes to see if there's anything else like relevant. Yeah, there's, like, boots and some, like, what look like mining tools. There's a lantern. There's just paraphernalia. You know, one box looks like it might even be part of the contents of Cedric's backpack, weirdly. Like, it's just, there's stuff everywhere in this room. It's like in an ancient Egyptian tomb. Kind of. Yeah. Do we... So there's Cedric, like, there's his clothes and his book and all of these things i should we try like bringing bringing things together as if we're like building him that's what i was saying we should bring him yeah, over to the barrier like you piecing him build a cedric yes or, like, or i do want the, to build a cedric at the or there's like a table set to eat like i mean what if it's like 
you know, he's not here anymore. So we need to create something on this side for him to be able to like come back to. If we like piece those things together in that kind of like situation, there's like, we don't have anything to like build off of him though. Like we would just be laying those things like at the table as if he was like sitting down to eat or something. If so, I'm currently holding the symbol up to the barrier. If I try to put my hand with the symbol through, does it go through? Yeah, it phases through just like when Kay tried just to like poke the hammer and everything. Hammer. Yeah, and no change on his part. If you're just sticking it through, no. Yeah. Okay. I love how Kay was like, "I'm going to swing this war hammer through," and Nadia's like, "I'm going to gently place this symbol." <laughs> I mean, we build characters and play them. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's some good rat over here, Cedric. It smells so good. What what is the stew? Can we tell what it is? Oh, is it I should try I'm gonna try it. Kay eats Yeah, it. I wanted to go over and <laughs> okay. smell the stew, see what it was. Um yeah, if you're tasting it, Kay, it tastes like Cedric's cooking, which you've had quite a bit of now while you've been on the road, right? And it... Yeah, it's got some vegetables in it and some sort of meat. Mystery meat. You've eaten lots of mystery meat. So, (laughs) could be antelope, could be rat, could be onk egg. You don't know. Good thing it's not that sturge egg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the soup is good. If anyone wants to try some. Is there anything else in the bureau? Yeah, that's about the furniture. Yeah, there's clothes. There's the the symbol was on top. The book was on top. The there's armor, kind of like next to the bureau. Yeah. Is there the table? That's is there one setting at the table? There's one chair. Mm-hmm. Let's build this Cedric in front of his soup. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna go over to the bureau to and boots. yeah, I'm gonna find the that one shirt. Okay, <laughs> so you're pulling out a clean shirt in case said something about boots. And what are you doing with said items of clothing? Well, putting them in the seat, obviously. Yeah, I guess laying one out on the chair. Yeah. Okay, so you're just like putting the shirt on top of the boots, or are you like arranging them somehow? No, like the boots have to go on, on the, the ground. Chair. Yeah, the yeah. the boots are in front, and then the drape the shirt over the back of the chair okay. and. I guess do the same with like the armor. You think? Yeah, drag his warhammer over. Do you think? Do you think Cedric's the kind of person that would read the book while eating soup? Should we put the book here, or do you think that's maybe blasphemous? Because like you wouldn't want to spill soup read on your book. I didn't even know he had it. I'm surprised the whole thing wasn't memorized. I mean, it might be, but he might just carry it. Maybe we can set that with the other things. It makes sense. Yeah, and like the yeah. little symbol. Is there anything of just sort of the stuff scattered about that looks out of place? Or is it like all stuff that we recognize? It's all stuff that you either recognize or just seems sort of like a mundane item that could or could not belong to him directly. Like, But it's not like you see anything that you're like, hey, that's not, yeah. Kay looks at the ceiling. Because sometimes there's stuff written up there. She remembers (laughs) from that one time. Yeah, you look up at the ceiling and it's just just a plain ceiling, same color as the walls. Is this the kind of thing where a perception check would be helpful? What would you be trying to perceive? Anything. 
<laughs> a slight breeze, a mystical giggle from across the barrier, <laughs> scrawling somewhere. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if like like I haven't been making you guys like roll checks for a lot of stuff. Okay. This, and I pretty much described everything you could see. You do. I think there's more advantages left if somebody wanted a clue. Although, like, I'm really hoping you guys can get this without a clue. So did he react at all when someone waved at him earlier? He can kind of, like, see that you're moving around, but the reactions from him are pretty muted. So we have his armor, his hammer, boxes of crap, a drawer full of the one shirt he ever wears, soup, and uh, some important religious symbology. Did I miss anything? <laughs> Cheryl's face is hilarious. I feel like I missed something. Those yeah, are the symbol I... in the book. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna walk back over to the wall and like, like, how far beyond the barrier does he look? He's not too awfully far away. Like I said, Kay was able to, like, if he had been solid, she thinks the hammer would have poked him, but instead it phased okay, through okay. him. Okay. So, uh, like, reach, reaching for him is probably not gonna, because, like, there's no... you think like, reaching through the barrier? Yeah. We should poke him. I mean, you did sort of with the hammer. I mean, I poked him with a stick, though. Maybe he needs, oh, like, human it? fleshy bits to poke him. Oh. <laughs> Kay, like, walks over to the barrier, like, sticks her finger through. <laughs> You're just to trying poke to poke him? him? Yes. Uh, your hand phases through again. <laughs> she goes like this inside of him. <laughs> that This is not working either. So, so the thing you would have hit him with earlier, was it his hammer or was it? A random, or was it your stick? His hammer. No, it's his hammer. It was his hammer. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Then that that stops that one. And we what I mean How is this soup what we... hot? <laughs> what was it cooked on? Magic. Well maybe we need to like forge a, a new I don't know, bond of friendship, a friendship day or something. I'm just saying that out of everything that's here, the only thing that's missing is like fire and brute force. You kind of did the brute force though. You hit the wall with the hammer. Well, and it's also like, that's, that's like not, that's not what Cedric is actually about. That is true. Can we try like, I, like, like donning a shirt and, and like, I, I don't know, like. <laughs> um, we should tell our favorite stories of Cedric. Maybe he'll hear them and then need to correct something on it. Uh, all of the shirts are Cedric sized, so they might not okay. fit you, Fletcher. <laughs> it wouldn't fit me then. Just tie it around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite story of Cedric is when he like ref- walked around in his bloodstained shirt for like five weeks because like he couldn't wash it instead of just buying a new one. And then it took him forever to buy a new one because like the buttons had to be just right. Your turn. Am I able so re- kind of like would I have any 
like knowledge planes about this sort of like like interfacing with this plane from our plane from like other people who like I mean studied and recorded this kind of like interaction I'll tell you that this is not you like even if you took 20 this is not something that you have ever heard of or seen written down record of this is entirely new and different and it's like vaguely similar to what i remember but it's not like oh this is a portal right like it's it's obvious that there's something plainer going on here but it's not like it's not like anything that anybody else has talked about with like moving between no other way that they like interacted before done yeah. any kind of like yeah like like trying to like the fact that like you you know you are all alive people and he is a not alive people like that is not a situation that has been recorded doing this kind of whatever like you can get your phd already just from this one (laughs) (laughs) remember when we like said the thing that cedric said and then all the words like floated into the air maybe we could just say it again yes do uh what was it (laughs) do you think an adventure wouldn't change everything i mean the point of being an adventure is to incite change i want to incite change i want this wall to come open okay you say that but nothing seems to change guess you're not very wise after all cedric is there one of the like is there like a small box that maybe has some stuff that was like cedric's maybe that we could like dump out and the box has nothing to do with them and try like pushing it through the barrier to see if things will stay on the other side. Yeah, you can do that. There's stuff like that. So you push it through and it kind of like it, it phases through while you're pushing it and then it sort of like bounces out when you stop touching it. Okay. Can, can, is there that little statue of Obadiah, whatever his name is? (laughs) Oh, you're Open looking high. for the, the green man thing? Yeah, um, not the eggplant man. Not the aubergine man. You don't... <laughs> no, you don't see anything like that. So not all of Cedric's stuff is here. Just Do we saying. still have his bag? Um, like, is that... Did you bring him and his stuff up here with you? I was wondering where we ended up deciding to take the body. I didn't remember... <laughs> Well, Kay just walked into this place, so... If I remember correctly from last time, they gave you a blanket to throw over the body in the cart, and I think you did pull it up here with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think we yeah. entered the void with it. Yeah, yeah. we didn't specifically no. say, but I also wasn't thinking about it at the time. Yeah, no, it was just, it was with us when we went up to the door, but mm-hmm. we didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think of the stuff he had on him... I don't think I would have made a point to carry much of it, except maybe some of the health potions. It seems like that stuff would be, seems like it would be in here. Like there's like a replicate of. Yeah, what I was, so I was kind of wondering like, well, but like, cause I was thinking like, if there's stuff that isn't in here that we have because we actually brought it in. Oh no, it's not like but, the things. Yeah, it, no. it's, yeah. But since I guess we didn't bring any of it in. <laughs> Right. Like is this is the soup like in the cauldron or is it in the his bowl? It's in like a bowl. And yeah, point since you're asking about like the things, like 
this is a random accumulation of stuff. Like, it's not just the things that you know he owns. Like, there, like mm-hmm. I said, there are lots of mundane items that, you know, you could assume maybe he has owned at some point in his life. But, like, they're not items that you recognize immediately. So, yeah, it's not like it's just the inventory of his bag or something. Do we use a clue? <laughs> Kay eats all the soup. <laughs> you eat all the soup. <laughs> eat all the soup okay yeah i will i will redeem my clue okay cindy is redeeming her clue you have done inventory several times in here what is the thing that you are missing from the list what are you missing from your list the fire i told you what's here he has he has his warhammer he has his armor his underpants. That's what we're missing. <laughs> what are you missing? A body. Do we have to go back and get his body? I, I, don't, I don't think we can. <laughs> I don't know how we would get back and bring him here. And if there's even like an ability to do that. Like what if we just can't even get back in? Maybe we're not very good friends with Cedric after all. <laughs> Are there the armors there? He didn't. He had the Darkwood shield, but he didn't carry it. Like he didn't use it. I think he's used it. He definitely used, used it, it in the fight against Mafak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's yeah. in here. Too. And did we see that? It's there. Okay. Yep. Is there? Are there any? Are there rocks? Like I said, there's like in those boxes, there's like all kinds of mining paraphernalia. Okay. Like the box of spices, the like I'm trying to think of the stuff that you yeah. use, the jerky. Like I said, everything that you recognize as being his belongings and then a bunch of stuff that you assume might be, mm-hmm. but you haven't seen before. All of that is in here. What are you missing? But like there's there's something missing. Like we're missing him. That's literally, yeah. literally like. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's something really obvious that I'm missing. <laughs> Good thing. I hope Peter isn't actually watching this on the stream, like, struggle. No, He's probably man. crying. <laughs> Good, it's crying. his turn to sit and ineffectively watch his video. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, why? Your what? turn to sit and scream at the screen. <laughs> what are you missing? Is it like a thing that we're missing? Do you want to redeem another clue? We, yeah, we'd have to redeem the other clue, I think, <laughs> to get any more. Yeah, my brain is just toast today. It is like, don't pay attention to what other people have. Uh, just like, is there something like really obvious that he like uses a lot or always has on him? Like, he doesn't have any jewelry on him, right? Uh, the only thing like that is the armband that the Abixians gave you, and he wears that kind of under one of his shirt sleeves. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's not, like, a jewelry kind of guy. Nope. I'm trying to think of him from, like, head to toe. I don't know. He's just... There's not much head to toe on him. He's very short. The pamphlets? Where are the pamphlets? They're in here. Like I said, what are we missing? Everything that you have ever seen him, you know, have in his possession is in here. Okay, so his stuff is here. 
So the only things we're missing is him. Him. We're missing him. And he's over there. <laughs> Are we going to cave? Are we going to ask for another clue? I'm just blanking. Yeah, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of taking I... too long. Like when we're... Yeah. All right. Well, I'll redeem my clue then. Okay. So you are missing him. You're right. Yeah, but he's outside. Can we get there? How? Like, can we go back? You're missing him. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. a thing. You're missing him. Mm-hmm. And is he over there? He's on the other side of that magical barrier. You can see him. But I mean, like, are we missing his body? But, like, we can't reach him over there. You were able to reach, like, he's within reach, remember? Kay tried to poke him and phased through. Kay tried to poke him with a warhammer and it phased through. I'm going to walk out and hold my hand out like I'm holding it to the figure that I see on the other side. I poked him. Why didn't that do anything? You poked him. You didn't put your hand out to welcome him back this way. Okay, well, know. welcome him back into our our lair. So you're just putting your hand out, or are you going to do anything or try to do anything with it? Um, yeah, I'm just going to put my hand through and say, Cedric, are you there? Okay. Hey, Cedric, are you still there? You don't have to come back on camera, but I have a question for you. Okay. If you see the figure that looks vaguely like Nadia like I said everything on the other side is fuzzy but if you see something that looks kind of like Nadia very short wings sticking out of the back comes up to the the sort of window in front of you and puts out a hand through the barrier towards you what would you do okay so you would you would put your hand in hers okay I'm gonna pull if he puts his hand in mine I'm pulling I think that, like, could, like connection, I go up and, like, grab Nadia. Okay. Yeah, I run up to you. I, <laughs> I like to try and grab onto, like, I guess his arm or something. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, second like second hand on that arm, and I'm pulling, and Fletcher's, they're helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you put your hands out, and the image that you can see reaches back through as well, and you pull him what feels like or looks like all the way through and then you are sort of shunted back out of wherever this was that you were shunted back out like outside you know like where you were standing outside of the recall door and it's just the three of you standing there but you are back outside the recall door where's the body where do we leave the body? I run back to the the wagon. Yeah, I turn. Yeah, turn around to the cart and like and like flip like fling the blanket off the cart. <laughs> okay, you fling the blanket off of the cart, and there is Cedric's body. Kayla is like, wake up! <laughs> you didn't notice that I poked you, Cedric. You start to like very very fuzzy and groggy. And the things you lost and the thing you gained will be with you now. Um, but you can like feel someone shaking you rather violently and yelling your name <laughs> and some other stuff as you wake up. 
uh, poked you and you didn't notice. You just had to have Nadia's hand stick through the damn fucking port thing. But no, poking you wasn't good. I, sh- I stuck my Warhammer. How did you not notice your Warhammer? I thought your Warhammer was more important to you than literally any of us. Get up. <laughs> but he's and and I. I think I, I try to lift of, K like off. Yeah, I'm sort of trying to get in between. Because I'm like I'm like okay, if this worked, this isn't good. If this didn't work, this is so disrespectful to. Do. <laughs> as, I, so as you guys are like pulling K away from me. Cedric's hand comes up and he grabs onto Kay and pulls her back towards him and into her face he says the veil between worlds is broken the gods cannot get to us and we cannot get to them and then passes back out (laughs) okay (laughs) Kay is like scarred for life Did did anyone else hear that? Did he just die again? Heel check. <laughs> I'm doing a heel check. Okay. <laughs> I think we can see if he's like breathing. I don't remember. Yeah. My, I'm sorry. I don't remember my character sheet. Is I'm everything's just gone. Bye. <laughs> everything's gone. <laughs> it's just all gone. Hey, right. looks at Fletcher and is like, "Did you hear that? And did that make sense to you, Nadia?" 19. 19. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely breathing. He seems like very weak. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost like he lost a bunch of XP because that's what happens when you die. But like, he's definitely alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> does he? Does he seem like hurt or just like like like? I mean, he does have freaking healing potions in his before. bag. I'm putting. Yes. I'm giving him one of the healing potions. Yes, I was gonna say the the wounds that are on him that were on him are still there, but like he's alive. Yeah. So yes, you can give him a healing potion, and that will. Yeah, fix I that. don't yeah. even know what. It's fine. Don't worry about strength it. Strength the healing potions were. It's, like, it's does he them. seem passed out and fine enough that you would just abandon him in the middle of a mine and go talk to your buddy, or does he <laughs> seem like he needs a little bit more extra care? Now, see, here's the thing, Kay, is we didn't actually witness that part. (laughs) I don't think Fletcher told us. It's true. All I know is that I was awake and we were all there and then I was not awake and no one was there, so. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how long he's been talking to the bad guy before he got killed. And and you also, you didn't wake up until I was there with you. So you never even knew when you were alone. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, because you seemed we didn't we didn't know why you had passed out before. Otherwise, you seemed totally fine. This is a completely different situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, did you hear what he said about something about misty veils and gods not being able to talk and something, something, something crazy person? It. Yeah, it. I think wherever he in his journey to another plane, he learned something about the veil separating us from where the gods would reside, and I think he saw something about what could explain everything that's been happening in the loss. I think Cedric was—he saw it. He was there. 
Kay like walks over and like shakes Cedric. Can you like wake up and tell us a little no. bit more than that? And I, I will up, stop. I like Nadia will physically get in the arms. way of Kay doing that because she is laser focused <laughs> on like getting him awake again. Okay, so yeah, it's okay. You don't even get to touch him because they're both like grabbing like it, Nurse so Nadia like... is not having it. <laughs> I, I imagine you're just like cursing. He might be like, dead again. Who knows? We like each grab one of her arms. Yeah. She's just like flailing. She's like, Cedric, wake up. Explain yourself. Kay, don't you think right now probably the number one thing he needs is to rest? I don't know. Maybe he should have eaten that goddamn soup on the other side of the veil. Maybe he'd feel a lot stronger if his stomach wasn't empty. (laughs) Kay, I'm trying. (laughs) Feed him some of that granola. I did. <laughs> More granola. Are we just gonna like haul him out of here? Have- like, Kay like stops and like looks at the. She's like, "Is this a? T- is this another temple?" <laughs> Did the healing potion slash granola have any effect? Yeah, like the wounds are closing, like you would expect them to. But did he wake up? Cedric, did you wake up? <laughs> Um. There's yeah, a lot of piercing yeah, voice wasn't enough. It's just really groggy again. Yeah. He's kind of aware of you guys, and it's like, uh, uh, like putting his hand over his eyes, trying to like block the light. You're waking up to mm. them arguing again. Mm. I mean, <laughs> family, mm. huh? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Oh God. Hmm. Do you want to sleep here in the wagon and in the tent, or do you want to like sleep in town and like come back later? Because I think we have stuff to do here. Okay, mm. mm. is that K? Is that yes? <gasps> he remembers mm. me, guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just like thirty more minutes. I'm yeah, uh, I'm not quite awake yet. Uh. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, let, he, we should not move him, and he needs to rest. Yep. We can stay in here with him. We don't, Yep, we don't what the tall one said. Right <laughs> At least he remembered my name, not just my stature. I'm already doing better than you. Mm. <laughs> yep, yep, just, I'm, mm-hmm, you just Morden give me a is very proud of you. Mm-hmm, I'll take the next watch. And I like grab the like blanket that you had like <laughs> draped over my corpse and just like roll up in it oh and like it turn away from you. So guys. bad! Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I mean, he walked around in a bloody shirt for two weeks, so I mean, <laughs> maybe Amazing. it didn't smell that bad to him. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I, I think we, we just have to wait for him to wake up, and we just need to stay here with him. Like, I think I'll look for, like, in this little room, like, where can we start a little fire? Where can we, like, just, like, hunker down and stay in here with it? Like, we know that we're not in danger. We're we're still within the town that we entered. You know, they this ta- the temple is in the town. Mm-hmm. We need to Kay, just wait. Kay looks at the recall door again. Does it look different? Can she touch it? Will yeah. she get sucked into the void again? <laughs> um. So if you look at it, it looks exactly the same as it did before. Identical to all of the other doors, but without a handle and hinges. If you try to touch it again, this time it's just solid stone. Kay is like poking on the recall door. 
Fletcher, if you're looking for a place to, like, camp, I will remind you that one of the four doors said dwelling above it. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. There was, like, a, yeah. clearly a place for, like, a caretaker here, like the last temple and things. Yeah. So yeah. if you go in there, you'll realize, like, there's quite a bit of stuff beyond that door. There's hallways that lead to a dormitory, a kitchen, a common space, and some storage spaces, so... Fletcher's are doing there, his brain. <laughs> are there, um, so within that dormitory, there's like, this isn't a like rotting, decrepit temple like we've been in before. So there's like beds. Yeah. I mean, like, they're not in the best condition. Like, Sue had told you that she's sort of like taking care of this temple, but like, no one lives here. So, like, you know, it's not like there are like, you know, brand new beds that, you know, seem awesome, but it's no, not, but it's not, not nearly like, as like destroyed as a lot of, as several of the others. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like rotten think? and falling apart. Right. Yeah. Like, like I said, the, the furniture in the main area when you first walked in, like, it's not the best either. Like, there's definitely signs of age on everything in here and some signs of like damp and stuff, but for the most part, it's pretty okay. Yeah. Do you think maybe we should move Cedric to like the couch and not like the wagon in a rotting blanket? That's 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 what I was trying to figure out with the beds. It's not a rotting we, blanket. They gave you a nice should, blanket. Yeah, should we move? I think it had like body fluids and it okay, with that's stuff. That's true. Yes. Yeah, I think we should move him and leave that blanket out here. <laughs> I think we should burn that blanket. That's the next step. The first step is moving him. Okay. Before Kay comes over and starts shouting in his face, I sort of <laughs> gently shake him and say, like, there, there are beds, if you want. All right, Cedric, like, rolls over, <laughs> like, kind of, like, feet on the ground, eyes not open, and just, like, kind of dr- immediately well, just, like... You're in a wagon, so you uh, can't feet on the ground. Yeah, you're... Well, well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, feet, like, rolling over, like, trying to get my feet oh, on okay. the ground, like, yeah. like yeah, rolling I'll, over I'll... to, a, like, a semi-standing position, and then just, I'll like... Help falling onto Nadia, like yeah. draping myself over Nadia, basically, and just being like, mm. Good thing you're so strong. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. I would just like to point me. out that we rescued Cedric from, like, the veil of death, and the thing that is unrealistic is that Cedric's feet would not reach the I, ground. You know what? <laughs> no, no, like, there were walls. The short the, wagon. The, the wagon in the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Casey's of... Cedric like slump over on a Nadia she like runs over and like gets puts herself under his other shoulder it's like maybe we can just kind of like drag him to the couch I would just like to point out he's a lot lighter weight without his armor (laughs) true story yeah so I think we can kind of carry slash like support his walking by doing by us doing most of the walking kind Mm -hmm. of like lead Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. to bed and get and then get like a fire going in there so it warms up find blankets because i think we all need to rest too so yeah i would say so you've had quite a day (laughs) been a day (laughs) as soon as you get me into the bed like i just like cedric starts snoring like louder Mm -hmm. than you've Mm -hmm. ever heard before Mm -hmm. in like a painful way you're like okay we need to like oh no is that what you picked no oh okay (laughs) That's just a fun oh new, okay. that's just a fun one time okay. trait. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So you put Cedric in bed and he's snoring very loudly. What are, you said the rest of you are going to sleep too? I think that I looked and I'm like, okay, 
okay, second plan. Everybody just grab a mattress and we're going to drag them out there to sleep. <laughs> That's, yeah, I don't think we'd sleep otherwise. Yeah, it's not like echoing in here. So it's like grab mattresses and drag them back out to the main room. <laughs> okay, you do that. You make oh, a nice sure. little slumber party arrangement for yourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right outside the door into the dormitory. Okay. Yeah. So he, so nothing can come in or out without us knowing. Sounds good. Are you doing anything else or you're just all going to go to sleep? Did you look in the other two doors at all? No. I just went to the one marked dwelling. I, I want to sort of look in the training one. Okay. Um, so the training door opens into a large room that if Fletcher's looking over your shoulder, he would recognize as like a classroom, more or less. There are tables and chairs. There's chalkboards on the walls. There's a bookshelf. There's some just like things, you know, books, papers, and implements of various kinds in there. So yeah, it looks like a some sort of teaching space. I won't be able to make much of the books but if Fletcher wants to look through those I am first gonna sort of turn to him and say I th- I think we should wait for him to look into worship does that seem right that seems right okay and I would th- at, at the, even if there were like this is a temple with non-destroyed books that there may be something to read <laughs> or like information recorded like about the recall door like if it's about this temple or something at this point, I think the wave like of exhaustion from the past few days would just absolutely hit. And Fletcher's not. Mm-hmm. He's not opening up a fucking book right now. <laughs> I feel like Kay is already asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, then Cedric is asleep on a bed in the dormitory. The three of you are asleep on mattresses just outside the door to the dwelling area inside this temple in the mountains near a Raptoran village on the continent of Arda as the camera pans out. And that is where we will leave you until next week. So you can see us back here again next Sunday, the 18th. (laughs) Same time, 6 p.m. Eastern. And we'll see what the crew gets up to now that the party is whole again. (laughs) I'm so proud of all of you. That was great. You did a wonderful job. I had a second set of puzzles ready to go in case we failed and Cedric got bamfed back to the beginning and we had to start over again. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to need them, but I had them just no, in case. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you didn't think was, that you weren't not going to need them either. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, what, like, when bad, like, if something goes bad in here, what happens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I had lots of rules because, you know. Death is a there real, be. yeah. Death is a real consequence or a real possibility in this world. So, yeah, you guys did great. You brought it back. Oh, so sweet. So, yeah, you can see us back here next Sunday. If you really feel like hearing me play a lot of D and D on Sunday, you can tune into the Of Dice and Dens Twitch channel at like 9 a.m. Central. I don't remember. Go check their Twitter for all of the schedule, but I'm going to be playing, uh, reprising a role that I played last year in their charity stream. We're raising money for a no-kill cageless cat shelter. Mm. So you can watch me play a Miss Scarlet-inspired character in a Clue-esque group of 
mystery solvers and apparently in a town full of tabaxi so it's vaguely cat themed <laughs> so i'll be doing that on uh, sunday morning and then we'll be back here on sunday evening anybody else got anything they want to advertise heads shaking all around go on tour with nancy Yes, go on tour with me. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm going to the Amazon again in two weeks. Yay! So much Amazon. <laughs> all right, well, in that case, I think we all need to decompress a little, but thank you so much for hanging out with us and for giving the folks advantages so they could get clues and things like that. And we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>